Okay, so today's daf is daf chet, um, and to appreciate today's daf, you have to appreciate, you have to remember where we came from in daf zayin. So in daf zayin, we were learning how peah applies to many, 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 all manner of things, even including trees. And let me just do a screen share so we remember where we're up to, because according to the rush, this is a continuation, not just, not just another answer. Let's have a look. So if you say here, see here, we saw in yesterday's passage, it says, And if you recall from the drushes we made, I'm not going to go over the whole of yesterday's, oh, last year's daf, but rather the word sadcha is from which we learned ste'ilan, we learned trees. Then what we had in the sugya, very interesting, uh, uh, sorry, in, in a very interesting sugya that tried to understand why zra'im implied trees in one context and not the other. If you recall, the first context was kilayim, and the second context was in Hechsher, uh, in terms of susceptibility to Tumah. And we said in the first case that, um, that uh, trees aren't, con- aren't considered as rain for Kilayim. And importantly, the way the Rosh Cerulio says, is that effectively means, because it says, you see from that Pasuk, the trees cannot be implied from the word Sadcha. Because that brighter, when it was trying to understand kilaim, said that it implies only grains. But if you take a seed of an apple tree and a seed of a wheat and plant it together, you won't be violating the sort of kilaim. Okay? So that's why this Gemara today begins as follows. That's why, in other words, many Mepharshim simply explain that we're just giving another source for where we learn kilaim by trees. But according to, according to Rosh Cerulio, he says, like, we need to find another source because based on that the sugya we just learned to finish the previous stuff, it is quite clear that you cannot learn from the word sadcha that it implies trees because of the second sugya we learned together that regarding kilayim, that sadcha lotizra kilayim does not imply trees. Okay? Is that clear? That's like introduction. We haven't even started learning yet. Good. Fine. So let's have a look. So there are those that try to understand the um, the source from as follows. So we have two psukim here, and that is as follows. Kitivtzor karmecha says, I'll, I'll, I've got the whole passage in front of us on the, on the sheet. Kitivtzor karmecha lo tolelacharecha lagel atom v'la'amuna hiye. Now you have to appreciate here that this, you might think the passage is referring to ololot. Now ololot is another one of the matanot that apply in a keren. Ololot is, let, I'll put it simply now because we're going to learn about more detail in this Masechta, but say badly formed clusters of grapes also have to be left for the fall. Okay. Now, however, it's important to appreciate that you don't actually need this pasuk to teach you all a lot, because we learned it already. In, this this pasuk is from Pasha Kitetze, but we already learned the mitzvah of all a lot, but in Pasha Kadoshi. Okay. So therefore, this pasuk is, if you like, free. So what to olel means. Says March Mamina, it says as follows: In other words, the word olot means don't be particular, don't be medactic after them. And the understanding is if we're not talking about olot, meaning the real mitzvah of olot in terms of um, you know malformed uh, clusters, here it must also mean it must we're using it to understand that peah is uh, applies in a keren. Okay, critical understandings. Now, where do we learn it from Olel Lamel? That's a Pasuk in Eicha, where Am Yisrael davens to Hashem is they be particular to the nations that hurt us like you were particular with us. Okay? 
However, the Gemara is not satisfied with one Pasuk. It brings a second Pasuk as well. It says, Lo sorry. And that's a Pasuk that just precedes the one of Karen. And it says there, when you bang out the zeiting to get the olives, now, what's the word tefa'er here coming to imply? Match mamina. Where do we learn this from? It says, because it's like the pasuk, lo takifu pe'at roshchem, which the uh, Gra explains, and this is the way the, uh, the, the Reb Chaim also explains it. The word tefa'er is like a notricon, it's like a reshe tevod of lo takifu zetaf. Pe'at is a pe aleph in tefa'er, and roshchem. Roshchem, sorry, is uh, referring to is the resh, okay, Roshchem. So, so in other words, you can see an allusion from the word tefa'er to the concept of peya. Okay, so in other words, we've got two psukim that are, that we see that the concept of peya applies to tree products like a, a vine and a olive tree. So it's a mazait mazait vekerem. So that creates a model of what those products will require payer from trees, which would be that is which is harvested together and that which can also be stored long term. Okay, so then we say, but one sec, Zayit and Kerem have something else unique about them, which is what that they are from the Shivataminim. And the shivete mean you have to you have, you've got the mitzvah of taking bikurim from the first fruit, so maybe other fruit trees there would not be chayven peya, so maybe only them the chayven peya. Afkal holdavar only those fruit trees that are shivata minim to chayven bikurim chayven peya. So Talmud Loma, that's why we need the other pasuk we saw previously that we learned um, uh, peya from, as in ktsircha ktsircha tells you afilu orez vafilu docha, meaning. Even those things that are not, not shivata minim, that you don't have to leave bikurim for, they also chayev. In other words, so therefore, what have we done so far? We've used two psukim for some reason. I've explained why we need two psukim yet. But to, to, that this, this here, since we've got a, a reference to peya by kerem and zayit, that also peya applies to, applies to fruit trees, specifically those ones, aliketa toke achad and machni solakiyo. Okay? So then we say, one second, the Gemara asks the obvious question, yomar zayit by yomar kerem. Why do I need two psukim? Why didn't the Torah just teach us Zayit and not Kerem? You'll see why I put a, a darker mark around Zayit in a moment, but that's going to explain them later. So it says, why don't you just learn Zayit and not learn Kerem? So, um, so we, the Gemara says, says as follows. Therefore, in other words, what's he saying? Peret is another one of the matanot anima. Peret is a bit like leket in the field. Peret are the individual grapes that fall during harvest. Those are another one of the matanot anima. So, the, so you might think, since peret is a mitzvah by Karen, the reason, had I only said zaitim, since I would have thought that payah only applies to zaitim because it's more kal, meaning because I don't have to have peret, therefore I'm chayiv to all, I'm chayiv therefore in its stead, if you like, separate payah. But Karen, since I already have this other matana that applies to it, maybe I don't need to leave payah from a Karen. So therefore, the Torah had to teach Karen as well. 
So therefore the Gemara says, okay, but what about had I only taught Kerem? Or Ilu Neymar Kerem, relating Lord Neymar Zayt, had I only taught Kerem and not Zayt, only by the vineyards and not by olive trees. Hayat Omer, I would have thought what? Kerem shuhu chayiv beperet, ye chayiv bepeya. A Kerem that is chayiv beperet, since I'm machmir by that, then maybe I'm only machmir also by a Kerem to separate peya. Okay, so it's the opposite logic. Now, the first way of saying it, had I only mentioned Zaytim, that's because it's more mekil, that's why I'm, that's why I'm machmir on it, to, in its stead of having, because I don't have to offer a peret, peret, I have to leave peah. Now we're saying, had I only said kerem, maybe because kerem is so machmir compared to the other trees, that because it's chayv peret, it's also chayv peah. But all of the trees are not chayv peret, maybe not chayv peah. Um, so then, oh, let me just read the sentence again clearly. Or ilu ne'amar kerem, velo ne'amar zaytim, do mer kerem, shu chayv peret, ye chayv peah. That's why I need both Zait and Keren. Okay. Now, importantly, according to the Reverend Chaim at this stage, to understand this, we'll get clearly where are we really learning the Chilv of trees from? The conclusion is from here, from Zait. Okay. I'm really the, the prototype for uh, the, the source from which I'm learning. Um, Payer from trees is zait. I read it inside. Who must gana de milta? What de mi zait afinu lechola ilanot? Daha kolinot nami pturi mina peret. Because all other trees are also part of mina peret. Since zait zait is more common with other trees than kerem is, so that's where I'm learning from for all other trees from. And what about and and what about despite the fact it's 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 chayv bikurim? Don't worry, I've got kitzirchat to teach us. Even those other trees are not chayv and bikurim. But kerem. By the way, why does the Torah teach us Kerem? Because you might think that it's not included by Zayt. And that's what the, the Gemara is going to challenge in a moment. You might think that it wouldn't be that Zayt's not strong enough to include Kerem as well. But really, all other trees are learned from Zayt. Okay? So we say, We see quite clearly that Zayt is excluded, to, 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 so it's set aside to teach for all other trees that Chayim pale like Rechayim so, and yatsa kerem, so there we say, yatsa kerem vilimera kolonot peperet. But one second, if you say zait can be, can, can be is, is set aside to teach us about all other ilanot, that they're chayiv in, in, um, in the mitzvah of peya, why don't you say that kerem is also yatsa minaklal, came out to teach about all other trees that they're chayiv peperet. So if you're picking olives and one or two olives fall on the floor, maybe you have to leave them for the poor as well. I mean, if Zayd is good enough to teach a law that, that applies to all trees, maybe Kerem is also good enough to teach a different law that should apply to all trees. So we say, So we say, It says as follows, He says, no. The difference is as follows. When Kerem was singled out, it was single, uh, put aside to teach about, uh, oh, sorry, to, to learn the law of Peret. That was only on its own. However, here, both Zaitin and Kerem both teach the law of Peya. So therefore, you can do meet with the, what's called Mitzara Shaver Shabeneya. The idea is that, that they both together can teach the law of Peya broadly, whereas Kerem, since it's the only fruit tree that was, uh, that, that, that was Yotze, that, that taught this law of Peret, it cannot teach the law Dean of Peret for all fruit trees. Okay, fine. Now we get a little uh, trickier. If it wasn't trickier, yes. 
Now, the Gemara says as follows. Al datid ribishmal nicha. Your whole sugya makes sense, perfect sense, according to, to the way we've explained it to Rabbi Ishmael. Why? There's a machloket, we see, that davar something that's been singled out from a general of, of a klal, is it now out of the klal? I'll read you, uh, I'll read you uh, Reb Chaim inside, meaning, brighted Reb Ishmael shanin uke. And it's from the Yud Gimel Lidot Shachar Nidresh Abahan. I'm sure you've, 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 you've uh, read that once before. Ba'achinami. Kerem shahaya bichlal. Kerem was part of the klal. Of kolilenot. Kerem is just another tree. V'yatsali dom bedavar chadash. But it was singled out to teach a new law that only applies to it. Which, what's that new law? That's peret. Therefore, it's ne'ekaramin ha'kolilenot. Therefore, it's no longer treated like all other trees. V'loshamina minoa. And you can only learn its chidusha, the chidusha of peret. V'after kolilenot, despite the fact we've just learned all other trees, achayiv and peya, but one second, it's no longer part of the klal anymore. So that's why, that's why you can't learn kerem from zayit, because it's already been singled out in Yitzamina klal. Okay, so I'll explain as follows. We said before, in other words, once I'm teaching a klal, so a new law, like for zayit here, it should apply to all trees, including a Karen. The only way to say it doesn't apply to a Karen is for some reason Karen is no longer defined as a tree anymore. Now that only applies, or, you know, say halachically defined as a tree, if you like, uh, lumped with all the other trees. Now that only makes sense to Rabbi Ishmael, because at what point in the Torah does suddenly Karen a vineyard no longer considered a tree? As soon as it was singled out and taught us a new law. And that law was parrot. As soon as that happened, you can longer assume it's a tree, like all other Ilanot. So that's why it makes sense, according to the flow of the Gemara previously, that once I taught, once we learn the din of Peah by Zaytin, that's why I need to do something near the Pasuk to include Kerem as well for the laws of Peah, because I can't assume it applies to it because it's no longer just like another tree anymore. However, for Rabbanan, that's not the case. Rabbanan, Acholik, and Rabbi Ishmael. They maintain the what? They say, I'll read you inside. He said that despite, sorry, I don't read inside, I'll say it outside. Despite the fact that it's some in a klal, despite the fact I've singled it out to teach a new law, doesn't mean it's no longer considered a tree anymore. So according to Rabbanan, I don't really need another pasuk to teach me payah by kerem. I shouldn't need one because I've got, I shouldn't have any assumption that a kerem should be treated any differently to any other tree. Again, according to Chachamin, the fact that there's a new law taught by it doesn't make it no longer considered in the family of trees of halachas of trees. It is still considered. So in the Rabbi Shmuel that says it's excluded, it's still part of it. So therefore, why can't I learn Karen from Zaytun? Okay. So in other words, it's what I put in the chart. it's Yitzam in However, for Rabbanan, it should be considered, you should be able to learn vines, the payah applies to the vines from the fact from Zaytun. So what does the Gemara say? So Adata Rabbanan, let's read the words in the Gemara. Adata Rabbanan de Inun. Um, you know, I'll read the whole the whole thing again. The Once it's been excluded, it's said it, it's singled out in the Torah, it's no longer part of the clouds, not considered part of trees. That's why I now need to pass up to teach us that it's still considered part of the family of trees. 
Hare Bichurusho, but nonetheless, you've still got the Chirush of Perah, but that doesn't set it aside anymore. Why do I need a pasuk to teach Shpeir And that's how I explain it to that. So Amr Rabbi Avur Amin says, "Ilan loyat." It's so ilu loyatsa ele kerem yut have a makshi. Achshav shiatsa kerem v'zayit ilu nemer zayit v'lo nemer kerem hayit yomer zayit shu patu mina peret chay v'peya kem shu chay v'peret yayif do mina peya. Now, what does he say? This seems to fall back onto what we said originally, but I'll explain it to you um, clearly. He said, "Look." This whole machloka between Rabbi Shmuel and Rabbana would have made a lot of sense had the Torah not said, oh, we, Zayit teaches us payah for trees. Had we learned the, like we learned originally, that Sadcha, like, the, like the, the first limud, right? The Torah didn't teach us by payah by trees. We learned it like we learned originally, like Sadcha, payah Sadcha Liktzor, that, that suddenly payah pies to all trees. Then you would have asked a very good question of why we need another pasuk for Karen. In other words, for Rabbi Shmuel, it makes sense because it's not part of the family of trees, so therefore I need a pasuk. According to Rabbanan, since it's part of trees, why would I think otherwise? Sadchai is sufficient to teach for all trees. However, according to this second derech we're learning the sugya, where we're learning trees from a zayit, not from a general term that's referring to trees, now I've got a problem. Now, even according to Rabbanan, you might think that, that that's insufficient to teach us a vineyard. Why? As we let's read the Gemara inside again, I'll go over again. It says, mm-hmm. It had had Kerem only been to, we taught Peya by Kerem and we learnt for all trees from Sadcha, it would have been a good kasha. Achshav, but now that you've gone derech two, the second way, where you're learning from Zaitin, now we say no, because Kerem is different to Zait. I would have thought, I would have thought that Zayit only applies, so Peya only applies to a Zayit and fruit like it because it doesn't have Peya associated with it, like we said, a parrot, sorry, doesn't have parrot associated with it, like we said before. However, that's why Peya, peya applies. However, Kerem Shul Chayiv the parrot, in other words, a Kerem that already has parrot associated with this more Machmir, maybe that's why you don't need, maybe there you don't need to say that it's Chayiv and Peya. That's why I need a specific puzzle to teach us also Karen as well. A bit like the to and fro we had in the very beginning. Mm-hmm. Okay? I hope that's, uh, hope that's clear. That was a, quite a, a tricky sugya, but I can't believe that. But, um, uh, but it, 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 teaches, it teaches you fascinating understandings, by the way, because it, it gives you much more refined understanding now what it means, um, whether it's, like, what's the terminology? Uh, i get it right. Whether it is uh, considered part of the out of the klal or back in the klal, whether Rab, how Rabban and Acholik or not, um, or, or when Rabban and Acholik and Rabbi Shmuel, because it seems to be that they're not Cholik as much as we think they are, mm-hmm. or assume they are. Okay, let's continue. Before we had these different criteria by Peah, one of the things was, for example, only those things that are harvested in one go. Maybe you can say the same thing by a poil. Now, a poil, I can stop the screen, Shina. A poil is, according to Torah law, again, we'll learn about this. Actually, we've learned about this in Nazikin, uh, actually, in Dafyomi. That a worker has the right to eat from the food or which he's working on. So there, in the Pasuk says, Kitabo bekamat re'echa bekatapta mililot yadecha, bechamesh lo tanif al kamat re'echa. So when you're coming into kamat re'echa, what it's saying is you can katafta mililot, the yadecha. 
So, so, so the the question is, there also talks about ktsir. Or so the question is, maybe maybe just like in peya, it's not everything that chayv and peya. So to maybe also, it depends on the things that you're um, you're harvesting. Maybe if you're, if you're um, harvesting these tamari, is it tamari? Or, 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 or certain things that aren't likitat okechat, maybe the worker has no right. Or something that's not machnis delakiyom. Or if he's harvesting, he's, he's helping you pick vegetables. Maybe he can't eat from them, just like in peya doesn't apply to it. So the Gemara says here, Amar no. Shniyahi, it's different, why mililot. Here you seem to be plucking the mililot, which seems to be the um, the the ears, the smaller grain that's not yet ripe, and if that's edible and it's not machni silikum, so I feel the seems to be that the pasuk itself includes all manner of food that the person might be working in the field and picking. Okay, next case. Now we return to Maria. So Tani Reb Yossi Omer Rot Beit Marim Pturim in So Reb Yossi Reb Yehuda says Rot Beit Marim is a type of tamar. That one, when one is fully ripe, it doesn't wait for another one to um, ripen, the one that ripens a bit later. Now, what that means is that seems to be this means, therefore, it's not since I'll be harvesting some and others later, or, or uh, yeah, bringing in some and others later, therefore, it's therefore Patamopea. So, so, so it says that seems to be a good svara. So my time at the Rabbana, what's the shit of Rabbana? If you saw in the Mishnah, if you recall, that Tamarim is something that is, is so we So the Gemara says, Amrib Zira Kolam Tzrichin Soor Batecha. Now we don't say Tzrichin here. We read the Grad changes Mithilin Soor. So if, what we're going to learn in the Masra is at well, what point is something now Chayba Masra? And in terms of the, the Mishnah then starts giving a point when it starts becoming Lachila, even though it's not fully right. One of those things is what's called metil sauce. So or is normally sourdough. That's the thing that makes bread rise. So you're not, in other words, there's a natural phenomenon where the, the, the tamarim begin to start swelling, a bit like saor. The Batanura says it's like when it starts opening up and developing cracks, a bit like uh, doda, doda so at that point, an early stage of in, 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 uh, when it's been starting to swell. So in other words, at the, since it begins to ripen at the same time, despite the fact it's not taken off the tree at the same time, that's enough for the Chachamim to say, that's Chayvapeh, that's considered Likitotokechad. Which is, again, another ref- more refined understanding of what it means Likitotokechad. It, it doesn't mean it physically has to be picked off the tree at exactly the same time to be considered Chayvapeh. As long as the, the end, ends up beginning, the, it, it's, it becomes Ra'uila Achila at the same time. We, we, in other words, theoretically, someone could pick them all off the tree at exactly the same time, Already for Chaim, that's considered because you couldn't malak at them all at that point. Even though they're not fully, you know, fully ripened. Um, uh, nonetheless, so therefore, Chachamim said that's enough to be considered Okay, let's see. Next case. Rabbi Yitzchak ben Chakula, Rabbi Yoshua ben Levi, Tarveyun Amrim is Kolkas. Kolkas, the jester here trains as Kolkasia. The Mepharshim here says it's a type of uh, vegetable. Uh, where one would eat, it seems to be min yerek huva shorish shalo hatamun ba'aretz is ra'uy la'chila. The shorish, the roots, the rash says is is is, um, is edible. Um, I think uh, Jastra says some type of din of some sort. Anyway, the point is, it might look a bit tree-like, but its din is like a yerek. That's the point. Okay, so what's its din like a yerek? 
so again, Rab Chaim says it's a minyarek bedomela ilan. It looks tree-like in fashion, but nonetheless, it's uh, the point is it's, it's it has a stem as a yarek. So therefore, it says it's kiyarek if you got the shin of yes of the graph. It's like a yarek. Therefore, la masrot, meaning when you, in other words, what year do you go by master, whether it's master sheni or master ani? That's important because we know um, the second type in the first, second, fourth, and fifth year is master sheni. It's meant to be taken to shaymi in there. And in the third and sixth, the shemitah cycle is master ani. It's given to the pole. So for master, masrot, it goes by lekita. And also for shvit, in terms of we're experiencing shvita now, we know there's differences between vegetables and fruit in terms of what determines whether it has kushish or how it has kushish this. Ula peya, because we know peya um, here. Um, in other words, it's like it's considered part of a peya like yerek. And also, next word you have in your gemara is libikurim, but that doesn't make sense because it's not one of the shivasaminim. That's why the gra here changes it to um, lekilayim. Uh, and that's important because we said in the yesterday's stuff that a, a seed of a tree and a seed of a of a zera is not considered uh, kilain together. So it's like a yerek. So it would, probably, it would be a problem with kilain. However, for Linadarim, when it comes to Nadarim, that's tricha. That's going to be a shayla. Why? Because generally, as we say in Nadarim, it doesn't necessarily matter on the like the raw halachic definition. Because by Nadarim, if someone says I'm making a netter from eating vegetables, it goes by what's called lashon bnei adam. It goes back to what people generally mean by that term. So therefore, it's a suffix now. Because despite the fact you might define this thing halakhically as a vegetable, since it's tree-like um, in its appearance, people might call it a fruit, right? You might say, it's, you, you might say this debate, oh, it doesn't, I'm going to get confused into the debate about tomatoes and things like that. But you understand, you understand the point, that since, it, since, since the way, way people term it uh, is important for Nadarim, that's why that's a suffix, whether if someone says he's nodermine yerek or yodermine perotilan, whether it would include this um, kolkala, kolkas or not. Okay. Um, that's, that's the shiva. Have a good day. And Mr. Shem will continue tomorrow.